Blog Talk Radio. You have entered into the Gumbo Talk Show. It is Thursday night. It's 8 o'clock sharp, Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock on the East, Beast Coast, and it's roughly 6 on the West Coast. And if you're out there in the Colorado, Rocky Mountains, or Arizona, it's somewhere around 7-ish. But whatever it is, I hope you have a beverage. It might get to the point tonight where I have to get up and go in there and find that uh, half a gallon of Jack that I lost since the last time I had drank that Jack on the show. I ain't found it since. But trust me and believe tonight we have some things to talk about. But before that, I want to give you a couple of, uh, I guess, simple notes uh, about our show. One, the Gumbo Talk Show is not always about food, although I think in terms of food and music, I quite often need to eat before the show, and I always get my head right in music before I get on the Gumbo Talk Show every single week. Tonight, it was Curtis Mayfield and Isaac Hayes, and uh, it, it so happened a little Isley Brothers got in there, too. But that's that's the kind of things that put me in the mood of getting ready to bring you content each and every week. We've condensed the show to roughly 45 minutes so that if we go over, it might reach to an hour, but we're going to try to keep it to 45 minutes. It used to be two hours. The other thing I want to tell you about is, hey, hey, put this thing on speakerphone if you're on the phone. As a matter of fact, if you're not on the phone, you can always listen to this show if your, if your internet connection goes bad or the show drops for some reason, like it does when we tend to have, you know, controversial topics. It's something how the internet, um, when you talk about things that whoever the powers may be don't like, the show drops. But the number to call in is 515-605-9375. That's 515-605-9375. And, as always, you can catch us on Blog Talk Radio under the Blog Talk USA and listen live just like you're listening. You can also catch the archive there. And as always, those of you that can see me and uh, also hear me, this show is broadcast live also on Facebook. So thank you to everybody in the Facebook world for tuning in. Tonight's topic, same kind of different. I was really, really struck on Tuesday, I think it was, when we began to talk, a friend of mine and I, about differences and our differences of opinion with things that go on in the world. And then, as for me, I always tend to drop a little Bible in there. And I was thinking about how, you know, it talks about the people of following Christ's example are called Christians. 
and then you have the people who are following uh, the tenets of Islam um, called Muslims, and so on and so forth, how we say we're different, but we choose to put ourselves in categories that fit. I went to college for sociology. Why is my symbol so sticky? Smells like syrup. I must have got syrup on it. Smells good, though. But um, I'm back to wearing my Adinkra symbols every day. So I, I was thinking about how we categorize, and then I got to thinking about, hey, I went to school for categorizing. I got a degree in sociology. It's all about uh, people fitting into certain categories. So I studied groups. I studied people. Anthropology is one of my favorite subjects. I love psychology. I like uh, psychiatry. I like all the things that try to figure out how to understand human behavior. And one thing I've learned is that the more you know, the less you know. Every time I think I've learned something, I learned that, you know, that that helped me to understand that what I thought I knew was wrong or it wasn't enough. And it always bothers me when I have conversations with people that think that what they know is the end all, be all, as if there's not anything else to learn. It's, it's especially when I, I talk to people that are intellectuals of black thought when it comes to the historical treatment and or positions of peoples across the globe, historically and in modern day. There are so many things that are similar that we are seeing right now that happened in times past, yet there are so many things that are different now than what were true in the old days. Even going back just, let's see, I'll be 43 next month. I'm 42 now. So let's go back 30, yeah, 30, 35 years. Let's just go back to the mid-80s. The mid-80s, we didn't have remote controls. We had some remotes with wires to them, but most of the time we didn't have remote controls. You still had to get up and you had to go to that TV and turn it off and on and turn the channels. I remember when we only had three channels. I remember when we got the fourth channel. We had NBC, ABC, and CBS, and then we got Fox. I, I, I'll never forget that. that we're like, man, you got a whole other channel to watch. We're doing big. Because when I was growing up, early childhood, we didn't have cable. So it was rough. We watched TV, and you only got TV to a certain time at night. Now TV is on all the time. You can catch just about anything on TV now. Things are changing, and things are different, but they're still the same. I wonder if in another 15 years, uh, if we're even going to have cell phones. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. I remember my first cell phone. I remember my pager. Do you, did you have a pager? I remember having a pager, and man, oh, man, that was that was a lick, you know. You used to be able to send messages just texting certain numbers to people, 
and they knew what it meant. You had codes, right? And if you knew how to manipulate numbers, you could spell out words with numbers. Now we can just text you. Even in short text, we can text right to you, and it gets to you like that. And you know exactly what a person's talking about. We can send pictures. We can send whole messages. We can send whole files. I literally earlier today printed out, it was only an 82-page document. It was kind of small and went and handled a closing between the time school ended and, and now. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's mind-boggling how I can go and download these important documents and print them out. It's just, just amazing when you used to have to either send them by telegram or fax or even you had to mail them and you had to wait on the mail to get you. Oh, you can't hear me well? Are you, is that any better, Mom? I don't know if my I, I'm, my volume. I don't know how it is, but I'm, I'm going to speak up if 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 that helps in it. Thank you for letting me know. So the world is changing, and many of us are changing with it, and some of us are staying stagnant. Now, to the better point of what I want to talk about as it moves into nine minutes after the hour. That's a quick nine minutes. That's one-fifth of the show right there. Um, if we were to look at ourselves as adults when we were children, like, like if we could right now look back on our youth, and I'm not saying anybody's old, I'm saying Go back to when you were six years old, 12 years old, and maybe 18 years old. And think about the things you know now and how if you had the mind of an adult, what you would do with the knowledge you have now when you were a child. It would be mind-boggling how more advanced you would be. There are some people who grow up early. I heard a comment earlier today in a discussion, and the man said that those of us who are black or urban, and especially if you were someone who grew up in a predominantly black maybe even lower economic status um, environment, you, your innocence ends six or seven years earlier than suburbanites. And me having lived the best of both worlds, I, I think that's true. In some things, a 12-year-old in, in the hood versus an 18-year-old in suburbia are on the same level. Now, cognitively, maybe not, but as far as life lessons and the innocence lost, it's almost at the same level. I mean, you look at how some people at 12 in lower economic stratas tend to have one viewpoint and then you compare it, not apples to apples, but apples to oranges, to the viewpoint of an 18-year-old in the suburbs 
they're quite similar. I was thinking the other day, because uh, it's been a real busy week, dealing with these teenagers again and then, you know, having to get used to waking up early in the morning every single day and all that versus what I was doing over the summer. Still working hard, but I kind of never got up that early in the morning, maybe occasionally, but not every day. And then other things to do in the evening, such as my business and then family things and then everything that goes with what I do, businesses and other things. And I, I, I realize that not many people can do what some of us do. It, it takes a special person to do many things and wear many hats. There are people who can work hard at a plant like a John Deere or an Eastman and do really well their, their whole life, but that's all they really know. And then there are people who do several different jobs. They got a different job every two years. And they know a little bit about doggone everything because they've met people from all walks of life and all backgrounds. Um, but there is a an, a synchronous of familiarity with the two in that their hustle is completely based off of someone else giving them money because there's stability in it. And there's nothing wrong with stability. And then there are people who say, I don't mind learning how to struggle a little while because I don't want to have to answer to anyone. I want to freely open my mouth to say what's on my mind without fear of retribution, repercussions, or even uh, the loss of income. The same kind of difference that we see in ourselves is often what others see in us too. The only kicker is no one knows you or nor do anybody else know me better than me or you better than you. And we spend, talking about that first group, we spend a lot of our time, I'm, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say me. Growing up, I spent a lot of my time trying to fit in. I just wanted to be like everybody else at my school, in my neighborhood. I walked like them. I talked like them. I tried to act like them. And unfortunately for me, I was the only black kid, so it was hard. I didn't know that. I, didn't under, I mean, I knew that, but I didn't understand that. I would never be like them. And that's okay now. And then I went through a, a phase where I just want to be than everybody else. And now I'm in a phase of 
I'm not really paying attention to what other people are doing. It doesn't matter that you have 17, 18, 20 pairs of Jordans. You've got this kind of clothing, these kinds of accessories. You drive this kind of car. I'm at a point where I'm trying to get toward the things that I desire. If, If there's only one thing that I desire, let that be it. Are y'all getting those alerts? Somebody left their phone. I think it was my daughter. It's always phone. So there's some kind of Amber Alert. If y'all notice there's more Amber Alerts now than ever? Anyway, um, the, the way we think in the phases of life we go through, you begin to understand that even though you feel like you're on an island because of how people act and you like, shh, so glad I don't act like that. There's probably other people who have moved on to another plateau above where we at that are looking down on us saying, I remember those days. And when I say looking down, I'm not talking about negative day. I'm just talking about looking like, you know, I remember when I went through that phase. I am at the point where I'm really not looking down on anybody because I'm so busy paying attention to the next steps up, you know. And I was trying to make sure that next step was as sturdy a foundation as the one I've been on, the one I've got comfortable with. But I've learned that if there are steps, then they must be leading somewhere. So now I'm just taking steps. I don't know what step higher I'll be tomorrow. I might take two or three. But I work a lot of my life on faith now. And what I mean by faith, I mean it's evidence that steps take you higher, but it's not evident if whether or not those steps are slippery or not. And I can't care about that. The difference, yet the similarity of understanding where we are in the world is mind-boggling if you choose to, to focus on every facet of how you came to be where you are, how you're maintaining, and then if there even is a desire to move higher. But if we look at everyone as their own separate entity doing their own business their own way, and not that we have to form into a sense of monotony, but be our own individual selves in this pot that we call life, it's like gumbo. Gumbo is the same kind of thing as soup or stew or what's that other one that I like? Not, not ceviche. It's cold. It's, um, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm going to get hung up until I get this word out, and I, I got to look it up. It's a cold soup. Um, what is cold soup called? Gazpacho. Yet. All these 
things are different because even though they look the same, they taste different. Different viscosities, different ingredients, but they all go into a bowl. And soups purpose is to mesh all the flavors together so you so everything is one. Stews are a little bit of the same. It's the broth tasting the same, but the individual ingredients being different. Gazpacho is high flavor because it's cold, it has to taste good, and it's usually like raw. And then you have what I call the master of all of them, gumbo. You have a rule that's what it is, and then you have all these ingredients you throw in there, and they just happen to work well together. I've heard so many things in life about being different. I realize I'm different. Because, one, there was only one me born to my mom and dad. Even if I was a twin, I'm different than my twin sibling. Or if I was a triplet, quadruplet, octuplet, whatever. Being different is okay. I I go to I go to work every day. I don't even call it work. I told I told the principal, I'm like, look at I didn't come here to work. I came here to have fun. Y'all try to make work and I don't do work, so you want to keep me here, we're gonna to have to work on fun more than when you try to get me to do work. But I go to the place of business every day and I want to do the job I've been tasked with doing. I want to do it well. I want to do it better than I did it yesterday. But I do not go there trying to make life out of a task. It's a step. It's a thing. I do not love things. I only have the ability to love things that love me back or that can love me back. When I go to work, I'm not trying to become friends. I'm not trying to be light. I'm not looking for rewards. I'm just going to do a task. That's what I've been asked to do. And I expect when the task is done to be compensated. I don't know, and this is more of a baby boomer and older generation thing of employment defining. I was fine working my own business. Um, the only reason I'm really doing what I'm doing is because a couple of guys asked me to come work with them to do it because I didn't have to apply. Otherwise, I wasn't going to do it anyway. And it makes my spouse and my mother feel comfortable. 
having a job. To be honest, the job that I do gets in the way of me making more money. <laughs> I could do my business during the time period I'm at there and make it'll take me three days on that job, four days, well, sometimes a week to make what I make in one day in my business. But if it makes people around me feel comfortable, they're in certain phases of life where it, it makes them feel comfortable because you come from a certain fabric. You come from a certain thing. I'm different. But I've learned that people around me require creature comforts. And I do my best. I do my best. I'm not the best, but you can rest assured when I do something, I do my best. That's the best of what I got when I do something. It might not live up to anybody else's. I'm trying to speak to you. Hopefully you understand that we all have a lot of this stuff in common. But I can't pinpoint you because I don't think like you do, and I don't know what's on your mind. But I know me. I have gotten to the point, whether or not it's grown or there's a lack of growth, where, you know, the people around me, I want them to be comfortable. I want them to be cool with what's going on. Um, but for the most part, I do my thing. I do my own thing. Everybody doesn't get privy to me doing my own thing. And that's the reason why I believe being the same kind of different is important. You can't lose sight of the support systems you have. But on the same notion, you've got to be able to freely express and walk the, the line that you know was ordained for you not anybody else's. But from time to time, when you understand the differences, you, you begin to realize that, hey, I'm doing some things that may not necessarily be for me, but they're for people around me because I love them. I have to do them. And, and that's okay, too. Anybody that just does their own thing and doesn't think about anybody around them is selfish. There's a person I'm not going to name. They always tell me I'm selfish because I'm gone doing my thing. Um, say I'm selfish for so many different things. And then, I, and then I have to realize they're coming from a point where when they say selfish, they, they, really, they really are self-reflecting. And it's not for me to point that out and say, no, you're being selfish. It's like I just have to shake my hand and I, I say to myself, one day you'll understand that I wasn't selfish. I don't know when that will be. But as a person that 
sees life more clear every day. I'm back into studying my Bible more. I'm I'm back into leaning on love more than anything else. And and that gives me my own inner peace and sense of happiness on the inside more than anything else has ever done in my life or anything that was done for me. Being grateful for what what I have and um, knowing that everything that we possess is materialistic and it can be gone tomorrow, all you have is you. And the skills that I have, they're the only things that I can transfer onto another plane if I were to uproot from my current situation and, and, and plant myself somewhere else in the world, anywhere else in the world. Can the tree still grow in other climates? depending on what kind of tree you are. You can grow just about anywhere. I, I, don't, I don't believe that we all have to be a unified front in order to establish ourselves more in this country as black folks. I don't believe we all have to have one political party. I don't think we need to have one religion. I don't think we need to have one frame of mind. I just think that we need to understand that we are all part of something like a good bowl of gumbo. And everybody else is gazpacho soup and stew. And even if we want to be the shrimp or we want to be the chicken or we want to be the sausage or the crab or whatever else you put in your gumbo, whatever it is, the role that you want to play, as long as you have the flavor, how can I get mad at my neighbor? I'm playing my part. I'm holding my own, right? This is my part of the world. If I uphold, if, if I, whatever kind of way I am different than anybody else, if I play my part and do what I'm supposed to do, I was talking to a friend. Um, we were talking about deadbeat dads, he and I, and uh, we got onto this thing about um, the difference between a, a man that's a father and a daddy raising his kids, and then a man that just goes out and has. Oh, I remember. I remember what friend I was talking to. We were talking about this this guy that has all these kids, right, multiple, like in the teens of kids, and doesn't really take care of none of them. And then we were talking about us that have two, maybe three kids, um, and how we struggle with that, and how even I, I was explaining to him, because um, we both went to church together at the same place at one time, and I was explaining to him a sermon that I remember that we both sat in on and a lesson. It was even in a, a, a lesson. And, it, and, the, and the main thing that the pastor brought up was that even a silverback gorilla 
an animal and ate. If a predator or uh, an outsider came into the clan, the silverback gorilla with all its might for his kids and, and all of the youngsters and the women and the other young male gorillas in that clan, he attacks and he does not allow another uh, silverback to enter into his group, nor any other animal that might cause harm to the family. He protects and he takes care of everybody in that group. And, and that's different for, for, for some of us. There's some men that don't care about taking care of nothing but themselves. They don't look at, you know, their role being significant enough. Therefore, they're, they're, they, they've watered, they've, they've diluted themselves down. That's them. Okay, A1, you do your thing. You just don't have any place in my life, and I ain't mad at you. What you got up there, sunshine? You say individualism is definitely important, and then I also think perception of one's individualism is also factored. Absolutely is factored in the mix. Um, so I've learned also to not focus on taking care of other people's clans because that's their clan. But if somebody were to come into the fold and they needed protection, I quite often um, help people that way too. And, you know, my buddy Freddie and I, we often talk about that, you know, we're, we're different in that way in that some people be like, oh, they don't have no way. We ain't there. No, if you come in and I got it, you can eat too, you know. If if I know my brother is down and we go out to eat, it ain't no when the people come to the table, um, we got to split the check up. I got it. It's a meal. I got it. And matter of fact, most of the times when, when you do that, either immediately after or the very next day, some kind of blessing comes to either replenish that or give you way more than what you spent out in, in, in helping, not even helping them, just looking out for somebody that was underneath your wing for a little while. I, I, I got you, Sunshine. In regards to the selfish comment, yeah, I was trying to leave that one alone because that one, that one's a sticker. That's a booger bear. But, but still, in, even in the root of everything I'm talking about, you are spot on with the individualism and the perception of one's individualism. It's, it's, that's, it's, that's all it is. That's why I'm learning that I can't even get mad. I'm not even looking for arguments, you know, in things. I don't. I ain't got time to do all that. It's like, okay, you want to do like that? Fine. I, anybody that tries to argue with me I, anymore, I just... If I can say my piece, I say it. If I can't, oh well. And I've gotten into some arguments lately, especially with some folks that think that they know everything about things. 
I, I get in the arguments, and, and, and then I end up turning it not so much into an argument. I just formulate questions because I'm seeking to hear what kind of answer you have. But back to the point, and we got, what is it, 8.36, 36 minutes after the hour, 36 minutes into the show, we got less than 10 minutes to go. Real simple. It's okay. If, if you feel that you're weird for some reason, if you feel like you're peculiar or odd or a perplexed individual of a different kind of thought, whatever, embrace it. That's what the world needs. We need people to be themselves. I, this is my final point, really. Um, I, I would much rather be around somebody who is really odd. I mean, weirdo, right? I'm talking about weird because that's who they are. Then be around someone who is cooler than a fan, yet they are fake and fraud. I used to try to um, be the individual that everyone could count on for me being the one to lend stability to a movement, to lend some sort of validity, genuineness, veracity. Did I say validation? Yeah, validate. I used to be that guy. I I know how to do that. I don't want to be that. You know, if I if I don't if I say I'm going to do something and then it doesn't happen, know that something came up and it didn't fall through. Okay? I let you down or I usually will call and say something or you know, I I ain't I ain't just leaving nobody high and dry, but you understand I don't, I I realize I don't I'm not Jesus. I'm not, uh, what is his name, Muhammad. I'm not Buddha. I'm not Christian. I'm not any of that. Right? I'm not the Messiah in, in, in the Torah and the Jewish. I'm not that. I'm simply Brandon Delano Johnson wanting to be known as Rashidi. I've been called all kinds of nicknames. I'm all of that. I was that person at that phase in life, and that's still a part of me. I'm not one of those people. I got an uncle. They used to call him a nickname. They used to call him Tito when he was growing up in in our, our hometown. He hates the name. But that's who he was. That was his nickname. I don't know why he doesn't like it. That's his name. I mean, you, 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 do you know how many people, this is what I look at. My, my mom is saying that my mom has a nickname. She doesn't like to be called 
that she grew up with. But when you look at it now, if you really looked at it, how many of us would love to hear that one nickname that we were called years ago being called by someone you love that's no longer with us? What I wouldn't give. To hear my Uncle Johnny say, Mongoose, one more time. That's different. We mean something different to everybody in our lives. We don't have to be... Even though we're the same person, the perception of who we are is different to different people. So it's important for us to be our genuine self. When I do this show, this is genuinely me. This is how I get down. I go some places and I do other things and their energy gets on me. I'm an empath. I soak up energy. I can kind of transmogrify into, you know, somebody, I'm still me, but I'm not as me kind of thing. You know what I'm saying. And that's okay, too. But in essence, when we learn how to be ourselves, we're so different than everybody else because God only gave us what he gave us at the time that he gave us. Do you know at one point um, I I wish that I had a six-pack and I was like 225 and, you know, arms chiseled, legs straight, and I could fit in any seat that you could offer me. I could wear an XL or maybe a medium or a large. I don't want to be the medium. An XL or a large shirt. That would be wild, right? That That would be cool, right? That's not me. I'm a big boy. Now, I could change that, and I need to change it. But the perception I have of myself is I'm okay. I'm learning to be able to stand in a mirror and look at myself butt naked and be okay with it. I'm all I got, you know, and um even though I would love to be able to walk around in a bikini, in, in what do they call them, speedo draws, you know, that's not my thing, though, but but no shirt, no shoes, you know, no pants, just walking around, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't threaten folks like that. But somebody, somebody likes it. You believe me? Somebody likes it. Maybe not the masses, but somebody likes it. So if I just learn to be me as different as I am, the folks that are going to love me are going to love me for me and not love me for something that I'm not. I am the same as them because I'm as different as them from a snowflake that falls out of the sky next to another snowflake. The world is not enough. This is not our home. This is not the place we're going to be forever, and that's okay. I have learned to fit in my role. When it's time for my name to be called, I'm ready to answer. But for right now, I'm learning how to be the best me I can. 
I'm not living my best life because I'm not doing everything that's going to realize my goals. But I do realize that I mean something body else, even to each one of my children. That being said, every single Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can catch the Gumbo Talk Show. We're right here. We're doing it up. I'm ending the show on. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.